Well, the haters gonna hate, 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 and the fakers gonna fake, 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 baby. I'm just gonna make, 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 making luck, making luck. A Dominion podcast. Welcome to Making Luck, a Dominion podcast. As you can tell, I'm not Adam. I'm not Jake. I'm just the person known on the internet, often but not always, as Wandering Winder. Um, yeah, so it's just me. We've got a mini-sode here, as you can tell, or maybe you can't tell. I'm not talking about a kingdom, or am I? Spoiler alert, I'm not. Um, yeah, what I'm talking about is instead these two new promotional cards, which have quite recently been revealed and uh, are in some ways available to the public. I'm not going to get into the ways which you can or cannot acquire said cards or what have you that's not going to talk about the design of them or the stories or any of that kind of stuff. It's not really my purview here. I want to talk about the strategy. I want to talk about um, some some things to think about, how strong they are, interactions, stuff like that. And it's just me, because Adam and Jake can't talk about this stuff, because they playtested this, and these cards just came out, so yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, let's just move right into it. So first one of these cards is Captain. Captain costs six. It is an action. It is a duration. It's a nice little orange card. And the text of it says, Now, and at the start of your next turn colon. Play a non-duration action card from the supply costing up to four. That's four coins. Leaving it there. So now and at the start of your next turn play a non-duration action card from the supply costing up to four leaving it there. So a few things to get out of the way with this. You do not have to pick the same card now and at the start of your next turn. You can pick two different things. This is obviously better than if you had to pick the same thing twice. Um, yeah, what else? Uh, it's a card costing up to four. So this looks a bit like Overlord or more directly Band of Misfits, but Band of Misfits uh, is a card that costs less than it, where this is a card that costs up to four. Um that difference is normally not going to mean anything, but once you have cost reduction, then it does, right? If I have a bridge in play, or a bridge troll in play, let's say, then I can play captain and play a card which would normally cost five, uh, let's say, a mountebank, um, whereas I could never play the Band of Misfits as mountebank, with the exception of your minus two token, which you get from Fairy. Speaking of the minus two token, which you get from Fairy, moving haphazardly around here, uh, there is an infinite combo with Captain, which I will now describe, which I did not come up with, but I'm not going to credit the person who came up with it because I've seen it from a bunch of different people. Yeah, anyway. um, The potential infinite combo is you can play a Captain. uh, Well, Captain is on the board. You have Fairy to get your minus two token onto Captain, so now Captain costs four. 
And then you have any other cost reduction effect. You have a Corian play, or you have a... Um, Corian play actually is really tricky, but because that requires even extra steps, but let's say you've bought a canal, or you've got a highway, or a bridge troll in play. And Band of Misfits is on the board. So now, let's say you've bought your canal. It doesn't have to be canal. It can be most any cost reduction effect. You have your ferry uh, to get your minus two token on captain. Band of Misfits is on the board. So your captains cost three. Your Band of Misfits cost four. You play captain. You choose a card that costs up to four. You choose Band of Misfits. Band of Misfits says you play a card that cost. You play it as a card that costs less than it. You choose captain. Uh, that's in the supply. You choose captain. The captain says, "I'm going to choose a card that costs up to four. You play a band of misfits as a captain, which plays a band of misfits as a captain, which plays a band of misfits as a captain, which plays a band of misfits as a captain." Uh, Bill, you know, when you go to edit this, just uh, at at this point, you know, edit a loop of me saying that just over and over for like I don't know, four and a half. 4.63 minutes, something like that. Yeah, thanks. So, and then at the end, you choose one action to play. Uh, either, probably just off of a captain play, doesn't really matter whether it's the captain or the band of misfits. So you break the chain at that point. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, I think it's actually an unbreakable infinite if uh, if there are no other action cards that either of them can play, since you have to choose a non-duration action from the supply costing up to four. So if there are no other non-duration actions from the pl- supply costing up to four, then you have to play Band of Misfits. And Band of Misfits says you have to play it as a cheaper action card in the supply. Y- you can't not do that. Uh, there's no may, so it, it's an unbreakable infinite loop in that case, and and because it goes on forever, I I think the game is a draw, but I'm not a super rules expert. Anyway, most of the uh, most of the time you're going to have some other um, choice to to play at some point at the end. And now I know you're thinking, gee, I did all of this and I just got one play of one action card. How was this better than just playing captain is that thing to start with. And I'll tell you how, and it's at the start of the next turn, you then effectively have infinite plays of action card, non-duration action cards from the supply costing up to four. Um, And presumably with that, you can hopefully win the game, but I guess it obviously depends on what other action cards that or in the supply that you could play. Rest in peace, Woodcutter. Um, Anyway, the infinite combo, which is super convoluted, is not a significant portion of this card's power, in all surprise. Um, But uh, talking about Band of Misfits a little bit more, the comparison to Band of Misfits, so the biggest things are this costs 6 instead of 5. This can't hit duration cards, so those are both negatives against this, but you know, like, by far the biggest positive is that you get to do it twice. You get to do it now and at the start of next turn. And that means that even though Band of Misfits is usually not very strong, Captain can very often be very strong. 
um, because getting to do something at the start of next turn without having to play this, without having to draw it, can be a very, very big deal. Um, and if you think about Wharf, Wharf is just, you know, draw two cards, get a buy, which is a fine but not stellar card. Wharf the second turn, so much better. Fishing Village, right? Fishing Village this turn, it's like a squire that you played for actions. Not that great. I mean, sometimes you do it, but it's not really where you want to be. The next turn, it's like a bazaar. Right? So, yeah, uh, this gets a huge benefit of power from the second turn effect, uh, like many durations do. Um, There's also some other subtle differences, right? So, there's a number of drawbacks to the phrasing of captain. Um, well, there, there's some benefits. Like, we already talked about the cost reduction thing to where you can play things that normally cost more than four if you have that cost reduction. Uh, but beyond that, there's, uh, there's some other differences to the wording of it being that you're playing a card from the supply while leaving it there as opposed to playing this as a different card, right? So uh, improve doesn't work. Um, basically, right? Improve works, well, differently anyway. Um, you know, things which require you to be discarding it from play. Um, you're not discarding the card you played from play. Eventually, you will discard the captain from play. Um, uh, what else? Uh, travelers. You can't use this as a traveler super effectively. I mean, you can't flip it into the next traveler, right? You can't exchange it into the next traveler uh, because it's not in play. Um, so cards aren't going to be in play. For certain things uh, about being in play, it's not going to count. I mean, Band of Misfits also will only count as that other card and not as Band of Misfits as well. So like, but if you're trying to get your uniques up for Horn of Plenty, you're only going to be having Captain in play, right? If you play a Captain and you use that to play a village, and then you play captain, you use that to play a smithy, and you use captain and use that to play a woodcutter. That's one kind of card that you have in play, right? You only have captains in play, whereas if it were Band of Misfits, that'd be three. Like, this is super niche, so that's not super important, but uh, that can come up. More to the point, there's a number of cards that have a clause, while this is in play, you get some effect. So, like, Highway, while Highway is in play, the cost is reduced. When you play Captain, and you've already played a Highway, say, so you can play another Highway. When you play Captain to play a Highway, you don't get the cost reduction effect of Highway because Highway is not in play, right? The Highway you played from your Captain isn't in play, it's still in the supply. Um, Same thing with something like Groundskeeper. Um, a lot of these effects are durations, like the Bridge Troll and Lighthouse things are durations uh, of the while this is in play. So, right, Captain can't play those anyway, so you're out of luck on, on those as well. Um, keep in mind that it can't play durations. Um, there's stuff about trashing the card. So if the card would do something to itself, because it's in the supply, if that card would need to be in play for that thing to happen. For instance, you're going to move it, for instance, to the trash. That doesn't happen. So if you play a mining village with Captain, you 
technically get the choice to trash it, but if you choose to trash it, it doesn't get trashed. And because the plus two money clause on Mining Village is an if you did clause, you can never get the two money out of the Mining Village by playing Captain as Mining Village. So that's something to keep in mind. I mean, you still got to play a village there, but it's you're not going to get that bonus of being able to trash it um, because it, it, it can't trash itself. Now, there's some um, exceptions to this kind of stuff where it's not really exception. Um, I shouldn't say it like it's an exception, but for instance, if you play Captain as a workshop, the workshop in the supply that you... Not Captain as workshop, Captain playing workshop. The workshop in the supply that you played as part of the resolution of Captain can gain any card in the supply that costs up to four, including itself. So, right, there's ten workshops in the supply. I play Captain. I use that to play a workshop. That workshop is in the supply. That workshop stays in the supply. It's the top tenth workshop in the supply. As part of the resolution of workshop, I choose workshop as the card I want to gain. And so I gain the top workshop from the supply, which was actually the workshop that was used to gain that workshop. And then if somehow I draw it later in the turn, I can play that same workshop again, although that that it's the same one never matters for existing cards, as far as I can tell. Um... Maybe if there was some split pile, it, it could. Um, but like Lurker can trash itself, right? If I play Captain to play Lurker, that can trash the actual Lurker itself. Um, if you wanted to do that, it, it it's possible. So those are some things to keep in mind. Uh, this is not, I don't think, an exhaustive list. There's going to be some other things where there's a, wow, this is in play, or discard it from play, or clauses like that. And where Captain is is kind of lets you down a little bit. But there's also some cases where uh, where it's very good for Captain. Um, so Captain doesn't trash itself uh, when you play it as Embargo, say. That's not a huge use, but um, it lets you play it, uh, an Embargo more freely. And because you get it at the start of your turn, you don't have to front-load yourself by choosing to buy an Embargo. Uh, it kind of has this summon-like property. Actually, has a summon-like property in many ways. The second turn, um, it's very similar to having summoned, summoned a card. Um, although that card isn't in your deck again for later turns, you have the captain to be able to do it again later turns. Anyway, um, it's kind of like summoning embargo in, in some ways. That um, right, you don't have to commit to getting the thing beforehand. You can just play it, the captain right then, play the embargo right then whenever it pops up that there is an advantageous time, bam, you can do it. Bam, you can put that embargo token down. So that's one thing. That's a pretty minor synergy. But there's just some much bigger synergies, and I want to point out just a couple of them because I don't want this mini so to last forever. Uh, but one of these big synergies is experiment, right? Experiment normally returns itself to the supply, which is a big cost, right? If it didn't return itself to the supply, then you know, uh, experiment would just be like a super cheap lab, right? Plus two cards, plus an action. Be a super cheap lab. Um, but uh, when you play it, you know, when you play captain as, and you play experiment, it's already in the supply, so you're not losing anything. Because um, the, the captain doesn't go back to the supply. The experiment would, but it's already there. 
and it's not in play so it doesn't know to move itself to the supply although even if it tried to it's it's going back to where it is right now so uh yeah um that's that's a real good one um uh apart from that um i mean that's basically it's like you get a cheaper lab mostly but lab is good to play twice um death cart is a very big one as well um so normally with death cart you either have to trash an action from your hand which you don't want to do super often occasionally you have some ruins or something or maybe you have a necropolis or a trasher that's no longer good you still can trash an action from your hand with playing a, a death cart off a captain but you're not compelled to um but if you don't trash an action from your hand for death cart, you, you usually have to trash the death cart. Um, so you can choose to do that, having played it off of captain, but again, you don't trash the captain. The death cart is still in the supply. It isn't in play, so it doesn't move to the trash. So it just stays in the supply. You don't lose anything, and you still get the five money. So if death cart's the only target for captain on the board it it can still be very good because it's five money terminal now five money not terminal doesn't cost me a card to draw at the start of the next turn which is just a huge economy um the other thing to note about death card of course is that it has a pretty big on gain effect and so that's the other big thing about captain is you miss out on the on buy or the on gain effects of the other cards um, so, for instance, a huge part of Lackey's value is that it gives you two villagers uh, on gain. Um, playing Captain as Lackey's is, is fine. You draw two cards. or not Again, not as Lackey's. You play it, and you use it to play a Lackey's. I need to get my, my verbiage better there. It is a distinct thing in the rules, but um, I'm just so used to saying the other way from, from previous cards that... I'm making these mistakes sometimes. But you use Captain to play a lackeys. Sure, you get to draw two cards, but you're never touching those those villagers, which is a big part of why lackeys is a good two-cost. Um, so that's... I mean, that can still be fine, but it's not... Uh, you're missing out on some of the power of the card there, right? So watch out for, for that with Captain um, as a potential downside. Um, but in general... I haven't really talked about is Captain a good card yet. And it obviously is going to depend a lot on the board. I've seen boards where it does absolutely nothing. There's no targets for it. And obviously in those cases, Captain is bad, right? The colloquial term that you can use for it is what crew does Captain have? Um, you know, what, what targets can it play from the supply? Um, but uh, let's talk about a few different kinds of cards. Uh so if it's just you just have a terminal silver, let's say flag bearer, which again has this on gain effect, right? Which you're not going to get if you're playing captain as flag bearer. If you're playing captain as flag bearer, it's both times. Then it's like it was a merchant ship that costs six, which I guess I can imagine things which are worse, but it's not good at all. Um, so so that's one thing. Uh, if you're playing it as uh, just a regular cantrip, um, so like Pearl Diver is even a little bit better than this, but okay, just some cantrip, right? Um, I get plus a card, plus an action the turn I play the captain, which is 
quite lackluster. But the next turn, if I play it as a cantrip, all right, I get this nice village effect. Basically, it's it's very similar to having played a Lost City that turn. Um, right, I get a plus a card plus an action, but I haven't used my action already, and I haven't had to draw that card, so I end up with a six-card hand and two actions, right? So it's it's very much like I played a Lost City there, right? Um, if I play a village, like the Vanilla Village, um, again, it's a similar thing. That is a cantrip, so it's very similar, but I get even an extra action, right, that, that second turn. Um, let's talk about it with drawing cards, and I don't mean draw like Adam means the whole package of draw. I just mean cards which draw cards, and in particular here what I'm talking about is cards that draw more than one card. So smithy, right? You play captain, you play a smithy, it's a smithy the turn you play it. The next turn you get plus three cards on top of your five card starting hand, so you end up with eight cards. It's like you played a hunting grounds, and it didn't even take terminal space, um, right? So that's drawing a ton of cards, right? Even just that lackey's example, uh, or moat, just any any one of the number of draw two cards, um, it's very much like you're getting a wharf effect, right? You draw two cards now and two cards at the start of next turn. Um, you don't get the buys of wharf unless the particular uh, moat variant you're, you're talking about is Silk Merchant. Um, but that's, that's, you know, wharf is very good and wharf that costs six is... Okay, it's not as good, but it's still quite good. Um, and the other big thing, though, about Captain, um, beyond all of this stuff, is that hopefully, and, and in a lot of cases this will be true, you'll have multiple different options. So there's some village effect, and there's some hand size increasing effect. Uh, you can do whichever you need at the time that you're playing the Captain or at the start of your next turn. Whichever one of those you need, you can play it that card then. So it gives you flexibility on top of the raw power, on top of the huge duration benefit. So really it's just, it's a very strong card, um, but you do need to watch out for uh, the crew that's available. Um, if there aren't many options and if there isn't a good option, maybe it's not so great. If there's just like a cantrip that's not very good, then it's an okay card, but it's not a stellar card. Um, but, I mean, even then, if you need it to be a village, it can be a village. It's still, you know, a little bit of duration draw. You're less likely to dud. It's some extra reliability. Even in that case, it's fine. It's just not stupendous. Um, and withdraw, it can be really good. And if you have a, the ability to have it be an option of many different things, like, say, it can be, sometimes it can be a trasher, that you don't have to keep the trasher in your deck because after it's done being a trasher, you can just play it as other things. So maybe it's a combination trasher and or payload card and or village and or draw card. And if you have like all of those options, or really even if you have a couple of those options in most cases, then Captain is going to be a very, very strong card and probably one of, if not the strongest card on the board. Um, if you only have one option or just only poor options to, to start with overall, then, um, then maybe it's not so good. So you really do have to pay attention to what else is going on. You have to be a little bit concerned with 
uh, the piles running out, particularly if there's only one good target to, to play it as, if that pile can run out, um, that can be bad uh, because then your you know your captain is out of luck. Although in a lot of cases, right, if you're not going to help them empty the pile, um, and it's not particularly easy to empty, getting to play those cards twice, assuming that it's not much harder to get captain than that card. Uh, is so much better than playing it once that it can still be worth going for captain. It's just something you need to keep in mind that the pile can run out, and that may be a tactical thing on either side that you, that you need to be aware of. Um, so, But that's a lot of talk about captain, the, the particularly great hat in the art. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to move on now, though, to, to church, which is the other new promotional card. Church is also an action duration, Instead of costing six, it costs three. Um, And it says plus one action, and then set aside up to three cards from your hand face down, Um, which means that you you know what they are, obviously, but your opponents do not. At the start of your next turn, put those set aside cards into your hand. Then you may trash a card from your hand. So I'm going to read the, the text exactly as it appears on the card now once here since I had some interjections there explaining. I'm just going to read the exact text now. It says, plus one action, set aside up to three cards from your hand face down. At the start of your next turn, put them into your hand. Then you may trash a card from your hand. So this is a, a thinner, it's a card-saving mechanic mechanic, which you could see on things like save or gear to some extent. Um, sometimes that can be a smoother, sometimes it can be an, an anti-smoother, particularly here because you're talking about up to three cards, which is a lot, and unlike gear, it didn't increase uh, your hand size to start with. So there's a couple of different effects, uh, but before that, Um, Clarification, up to three cards, zero is less than three. It's up to three, so you can set aside zero cards. If you do set aside zero cards with church, church still stays out, and you still have the option of trashing a card from your next hand. You do not have to trash a card from your next hand under any circumstances. You merely have the option to, right? It's a you may. Um, If you have more than one of these so are you thrown one or something uh, how they all resolve first of all all of your start of turn effects you resolve in whatever order you choose so if you have a captain and a church you either get to do the captain first and then the church or the church first and then the captain if you also have silos you can either discard the coppers before or after that if you have um you know, crop rotation, you can discard the estate before or after that. If you have wharf, you can use your wharf draw before or after that. If you have guide, you can call your guide before or after that. If you have teacher or transmogrify, you can call those before or after you're doing any of this stuff, right? You get to choose the order. Um, But let's say you just have two churches down and one of them has three cards and the other one has two cards. You can either take the three cards into your hand, then choose to trash one of any of the cards in your hand. It doesn't have to be one of those that you set aside, by the way. It can be any card that's in your hand. 
and then you put two more the the two from the other church in your hand and then trash another card or you can put the two from the first church into your hand and then trash a card and then put the other three in your hand and then trash a card what you can't do is put all five cards in your hand and then trash two you have to put you have to do the whole church resolution of one of them before you do before you start to resolve the other so hopefully i made that clear it's a little bit confusing i guess but if you just read the cards it works out fairly straightforwardly i think um so let's talk about some uses for this card so early on obviously you you can use it as a trasher you can also use it as a way to soak up a huge chunk of your economy in uh in one turn versus another um and uh that can be really really good if you particularly want to spike a high price point right so let's say you want to spike six then church silver uh gives you a better chance of spiking that six not by a ton but a better chance than uh silver silver gives you it gives you a better chance of spiking it before you shuffle which normally happens at the end of your fourth turn right after your fourth turn it gives you a better chance of having basically of having that six cost bought before you're going into that shuffle that you have between turns four and five um than if you'd open silver silver um it gives you a much better chance of hitting seven by that point if seven is the thing you want to hit maybe you're trying to find a forge the biggest reason i can think of for this would be uh inheritance um sixes that you might want super early could be like altar could be crop rotation um right there's some sixes you know maybe it's a hireling maybe it's a, a captain i don't know there's some sixes that that are worth trying to get uh very early if for whatever reason you're just playing with money even gold is better than two silvers so you could try to spike that way although it's a little bit suspect and like you really shouldn't just be playing with money almost ever so that's a bit skeptical um it's worth noting that if you're opening and stuff uh you're significantly less likely to hit 5 than if you'd open silver silver um right silver silver you're a little over 90% silver church here at like 72% um you're not super likely to hit 7 before that shuffle or even 6 before that shuffle opening silver church um right your chances to hit 7 are 33.8% your chances to hit 6 are 46.7% but it's well worth noting that depending on what it is that you're going for um whether or not you make it before that shuffle or not may not be super important and if it's not super important to get it you know before the shuffle versus after so you're going for inheritance or you're going for crop rotation yes you would like to get it as soon as possible but um unlike a card that you're buying it's not the huge uh difference in like it's in the shuffle or not because you get the effect like immediately the next turn either way because they're a project or well they're effectively two projects inheritance is technically an event but you know what i mean um and so if if that's the case then um so it's worth noting that the turn after you find your church 
you are very likely to be able to spike a very high price point. Extremely likely to be able to spike six, and also quite likely over 80% to be able to spike seven. Somewhat dependent on what it is that you did on turn three, if you don't find it on turn three, but presumably whatever you're doing on turn three is helping you rather than hindering you to, to make it to that price point. So your chances, um, you know, if you find your church on turn four, should not be worse than if they you found it on turn three uh, overall on average. So if you're trying to spike a big price point early, uh, this can be something to do. Um, Adam would probably be remiss if I don't talk about how church is different from turn three and turn four. And I think a big part of that here is if you're really trying to count on it to be your primary or only thinner, then if you play it on turn four, you're going to miss have it miss the shuffle um, quite a bit more. And so you're going to be thinning kind of significantly slower. Now, the potential upside you can have is that that shuffle is shorter because you're presumably setting aside three cards. I think, by the way, you want to be setting aside the maximum number of cards, at least early on with this, pretty often. Um, sometimes you might only set aside two if there's like a good two cost that you want that you can buy with with setting aside two cards, but I think generally you're going to want to set aside a ton. It's also worth noting that this, uh, this card allows you to um, trash basically exactly the card that you want from almost your whole deck as, you know, even at the start, you're very likely to see, even if it's like a cursed gold, right? Between either the hand that you played the church in, or if it wasn't in that hand, the next hand, you're very, very likely to, to, to be able to see that, for instance, cursed gold in one of those two hands. So it's going to be really, really good at, at trashing a particular card if there's like one card that you really need out of your deck. Um, you know, usually it's like estate is your worst card. So yes, it's going to find an estate like extremely close to 100% of the time. You can like contrive scenarios where it doesn't, but they're pretty contrived. It's going to be able to trash what you want. You usually want to set stuff, extra stuff aside, um, but you're you are sacrificing a turn to get like a couple turns. And if five is really the price point that you want to hit, this looks um, well. It's still okay, and if it's the only trashing, it is non-terminal trashing, and you might go for it. Um, but it's not spectacular by any means, and and I think most of the on-terminal trashers, I'm guessing would be better um, than this in that case where like five is or even four and five is like the price points you want to hit it's really if six and seven are the price points you're trying to spike early on or if you're really trying to connect two particular cards together that the saving effect really comes into the four a lot um, but then the other thing to note about this card is that much later in the game, it can have this kind of haven-like effect where you can, you know, set aside a, a city quarter or a scrying pool or maybe just a village to make sure that your your next uh, your next turn has a much better chance uh, of kicking off in, in certain kinds of decks. Uh, so, you know, after you've thinned a bit. Um, maybe you use it a little bit less for for the the that effect, and you're trying to 
not even so much spread your economy as to up your your consistency or your reliability and so that's um a real thing that that uh that you can do um i think most of the time like i said your other non-terminal trashers like forager are going to be better um maybe even lookout research this is vaguely in that kind of vicinity and I haven't played enough with it by any stretch to be able to know uh, really if it's if it's better or worse than those cards or if I'm maybe wildly wrong, wildly off. Where I think this card will really shine is those cases where there is some really key six or seven to hit early on and trading in uh, like basically your whole turn now for a good turn next turn is a good thing. And when that's true, then um, this card also being probably not that much worse than a Forager or a Lookout, um, kind of in that similar vein of power level, uh, but also being able to spike that early price point that you want can be very valuable. So so in, in those kinds of games, I expect Church to be very, very good. In other games, it's going to be mediocre to solid, um, right? Having one of these as maybe a supplementary trasher you get you want to get a junk dealer or a sentry or something and this you'll still probably hit five you're you know 72 percent to hit five so you can open church silver or something like that maybe a different different thing to pair it with other than silver um if depending on what else is available but you're gonna um you know get that five cost trasher and instead of getting two junk dealers or two upgrades or whatever you get one because you've gotten the church as well. And it, you know, it can be a, a nice little supplement there, but um, not, not hugely different than, you know, a card like Forager or Lookout would have been in that kind of scenario. Um, so I think this one's a, a nice little card, but it's rarely likely going to be super powerful. And the cases where it's going to shine most is where you really want to hit six or seven very early. Um, anyway, that's my initial assessments of these two promotional cards. Um, please let us know what you think of them, if you have comments, if you have questions, if you want to tell me how stupid I am, if you want to tell me how good-looking the person in the uh, art of Captain is, any of that stuff, um, yeah, please feel free to, to leave a comment or ask a question in all of the normal places, which I'm not going to try to list out for you now because I don't feel like it. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll catch you again soon. Welcome to Making Luck a Dominion podcast. As you can tell, I am your new evil overl I mean overl I mean friend. Good evening. Good morning. Good rest of your life. <laughs>